I'm Bridget Fettesee, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of February 16th to February 22nd. <laughs> and the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. Buckle up, buckaroos. Trump trolls Minnie Mike and Brad Pitt and the Academy. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's any chance whatsoever of Senator Sanders defeating President Trump. Mini Mike Bloomberg. Mini, there... (laughs) Mini, there's even less chance, especially after watching your debate performance last night of you winning the Democratic nomination. But I hope you do. Oh, God, Mini. (laughs) Stuart P. Stevens had a tweet in 2017, and it's the, I think we've talked about it before on Dumpster Fire, but it's, it is like, <laughs> we have Don from Queens on line one. <laughs> Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? If you just preface every single one of his tweets with that, Donnie from Queens. <laughs> I love Donnie from Queens. It's like, hey, Minnie. You ain't going to win against Donnie from Queens. <laughs> Donnie from Queens is going to take you out, Minnie. I don't know what you f- think, you wise guy. Trump trolled everybody this week. <laughs> he went to his rally and then he was, he. I swear he treats every rally like an open mic. It's like when I watch clips from his rally, I feel like I could be at any open mic and just have some guy get it up and be like, hey. What do you think about the Oscars, huh? Can you believe it? Parasite. Who would have thought Parasite was going to win? And the winner is a movie from South Korea. What the hell was that all about? Why can't we bring back Gone with the Wind, huh? Let's get Gone with the Wind. Can we get, like, Gone with the Wind back, please? And then everyone immediately is like, of course he wants Gone with the Wind back. If This is just saying the quiet parts out loud. Like, I don't think that this Donnie from Queens has seen the seven-hour-long movie that has gone with the wind. I guarantee the only movie he's ever seen is Home Alone 2. Excuse me, where's the lobby? Down the hall and to the left. Thanks. Why does anyone think he's seen anything other than something that he's been in? No, he's never watched God with the Wind. <laughs> he probably has no idea what it's even about. No, and he probably thinks it's about World War II. And, you know, he's like, this was a great American film about World War II. They're probably all just mashed together in his mind. Yeah, seriously, he has no dis- differentiation between any of the wars no, ever. No, they're all just the wars that America won. Uh-huh. <laughs> Civil War, America beat those assholes <laughs> I've never seen God with the Wind <laughs> of course you haven't cause it's like seven hours long and you have the attention span of Donnie from Queens yeah and by the way there aren't that many explosions <laughs> no no there aren't <laughs> Actually, there were a bunch of explosions in Gone with the Wind. It happened during a war. But it wasn't a very explosive war. It was not Michael Bay's Gone with the Wind. We need a Michael if Bay remake. Michael Bay remake Gone with the Wind. Bridget would watch it. He also attacked Brad Pitt. And then you have Brad Pitt. I was never a big fan of his. He got up and said, little wise guy said, little wise guy. He's a little wise guy. He's like, Brad Pitt. Again, back to his Donnie from Queens, the stand-up at the open mic and some like p- 
pie place in Jersey. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I can't wait for his Netflix. Special. I can't. <laughs> I can't either. Netflix, you've been greenlit. <laughs> Netflix, you're greenlit. He said something like, oh, Brad Pitt, the little wise guy. And then the whole audience started booing. <laughs> little wise guy. Only Donnie could, from Queens could get an entire stadium to boo Brad Pitt in the Midwest. Seriously, I can't believe he had the audacity to call Brad Pitt a little wise guy. I don't know. I kind of agree with him. <laughs> I'm kind of with Donnie from Queens on that one. <laughs> He really tumbled pretty far, in your opinion, after that Oscars speech, huh? That's what little wise guys do. <laughs> We're going to have to make our hat say, make little wise guys great again. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. <laughs> Dumpster fire for president. Mm. From Bloomberg 2020. He lies, he bullies, he gets away with it. Our kids are watching Donald Trump. Is this the lesson we want them to learn? Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Go home to mommy. Go home. Bye. What? Are you going to cry? Which is also guilty of stupidity. God, Karen, you are so stupid. He is a bully. Yeah. He's 100% a bully. But some people think he's like a tough guy uh -huh. standing up for them. Uh-huh. That's where it gets confusing because he's a bully, but people view him as they're being bullied by, I don't know, the mainstream media or culture or Hollywood or whatever. And he's the guy that's standing up for them. But they applaud his being a bully. Like, like, they know. love it. They get off on it. I think this is what I said, though. He has given everyone permission to be the worst versions of themselves. It's true. Including me. Look at what I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> with my life. Okay, and then we have Bloomberg unveils billboards to troll Trump ahead of campaign stops. These were the weirdest billboards. What would what did one say? Something about steak? Yeah, Donald Trump eats burnt steak. Mike Bloomberg likes his medium rare. Everybody's giving Bloomberg shit, and guess what everybody's doing? Talking about Bloomberg. <laughs> this is how fucking Trump won, guys, you idiots. And everybody's like, it's impossible that Bloomberg could possibly get to blah, blah, blah. And all the pundits are like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And, like, you're all talking about him. My entire feed the other day on Twitter was just Bloomberg. Everybody uh -huh. mocking Bloomberg, talking about how it's impossible that Bloomberg is going to get the election, how he bombed on the on the debates. Bloomberg, 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 Bloomberg. <laughs> and this is exactly what happened with Trump. Don't discount Mike. Minnie knows the media and he has money to burn. As a political expert. <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, maybe you're right in terms of, like, they purposefully made the billboards bad and weird but come on i don't think they purposely made them bad and weird it's just like i think he's an idiot we could have done a better job yeah we easily could have done a better job <laughs> we're available for hire the three of us are happy to work for you mike bloomberg we're having some trouble with funding around here as we had to scrape together some change for the McDonald's found object. And then pigeons in MAGA hats were set loose in Las Vegas ahead of the Democratic debate. I think Taylor Lorenz was talking about how it's like everyone, she said, you know, people were laughing about this and it's not funny because that's dangerous for the pigeons. Yeah. Well, but you guys were telling me that they use eyeglass glue. Uh Eyelash glue. I eyelash glue. <laughs> eyelash glue. Oh, that doesn't make it better. By the way, we're all overlooking the fact that someone put MAGA hats on pigeons. <laughs> and there was one with a little toupee on it. A little like no! windswept toupee. <laughs> this is Trump derangement syndrome. <laughs> Who on earth 
has that many pigeons? <laughs> I haven't got many friends. Oh, sorry. Who's out there just with pigeons that they can put MAGA hats on? Not to mention tiny little MAGA hats. <laughs> yeah! I'm going to put them on the squirrels in L.A. and release them. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to sprained my eyes. Woman brings mini service horse onto plane into first class. (laughs) Again, putting aside the ridiculousness (laughs) of a pony in first class, (laughs) there's a couple things we need to address. (laughs) A... Why is it dressed like a Lucha Libre wrestler? (laughs) Like, what is the purpose of that? Well, the thing that killed me was I was like, it looks like it's like a bondage outfit. You were like, no, that's a Lucha Libre outfit. (laughs) You knew. Wait, how do you know that? (laughs) You knew. Look, I like my Lucha Libre, okay? I think it's a fascinating culture, and i like to know more about it. And B, where else would the freaking pony be? And coach, someone was like, it, there was a pony and it was in first class. It's like, of course it was in first class. <laughs> yeah, It's a pony. Someone has a pony. Imagine trying to bring that thing, coach. Like, and then the reason that she sta- stated that she was doing it was so that the pony could be comfortable. I purchased two first class seats in bulkhead seating. Um, I paid an arm and a leg for our tickets, but I did that so it was Fred's first time. I wanted him to be comfortable. Not so that the freaking other passengers didn't have to sit next to a pony. (laughs) It was all about the pony. In coach. (laughs) I would murder if someone got on with a turkey or some shit. Sad coach. <laughs> Children have stuffed animals to go in the world and feel okay. And when they lose them, they cry. And then Twitter campaigns go around and everybody searches all over America for the lost doll now. But now adults need real live action stuffed animals <laughs> so that they can fly and go out in public. And it's an outrage. <laughs> And the woman was like, people abuse this system, the service animal system. There are a lot of untrained service, service animals on the plane that are not trained. It's, it's definitely abuse system. No, no sense of irony or self-awareness whatsoever. These people abuse this system. Oh, yes, my pony does like carrots. <laughs> does does are they the, warm carrots? My pony would prefer a hot towel, please. <laughs> does the pony get warm nuts? <laughs> Capitalism always wins. McDonald's is making scented <laughs> candles that smell like quarter pounder ingredients. <laughs> uh, we've said it before, and we'll say it again on this show. The candle market is out of control and saturated. <laughs> And even McDonald's is getting in on it. Can you imagine if your loved one was drawing you a bath and you're like, oh, it's so sweet. He drew me a bath. And then you're like, what the fuck is that smell? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's pickles and onions and fresh meat. Yeah, they have a variety of candles. Fresh beef, pickles, onions, cheese, ketchup, the quarter pounder candle. But they don't have French fries. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. I would buy a French fry candle. That's I would buy a French fry candle. Their best smelling item. That's the only item that smells good <laughs> at McDonald's. Sam wanted to get the the goop vagina candle and then the penis candle. 
<laughs> and then the quarter pounder. And light them with the quarter pounder candle. <laughs> what would that smell like? We, we call this candle sex in a McDonald's bathroom. <laughs> That'll be the fetasy candle. We keep it classy here at Fetasy. We certainly do. Touch our bells and buttons. Like, comment, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to Fetasy.com where you can see the full unedited version of this where I am bonkers and bananas. Moving on to Never Woke Enough. Bernie Sanders was interrupted by topless (laughs) (laughs) protesters. Bernie Sanders was interrupted by topless protesters in Nevada. I can get behind topless protesters. Right? (laughs) The protesters were prompted by the senator's support for in 2018 for the legislation that provided emergency financial support for dairy farmers across the country because of the falling price of milk. Worst strip club ever! Imagine going to a Bernie rally and then it's just like chicks with red blood colored milk on their tits. Well, that one of the security guides too didn't know what to do because he like couldn't yeah, yeah, tackle like, the, the topless lady. I feel partially responsible for this because of my four days of fighting over milk that I started after the last debate. You should feel responsible. Entirely your fault. <laughs> it's just crazy, though, because there was another example of this this week, too, or last week, um, with Mayor Pete, right? Yeah. <laughs> A growing number of LGBTQ voters say Mayor Pete's views don't represent them. This is the problem. Protesters who are supposed to be supportive of these, they're, they're fans of these people, usually, and then they protest them for not being enough of whatever they want right intersectionality giveth and intersectionality taketh away and what is intersectionality you might ask well that's a really good question (laughs) (laughs) what is intersectionality an intersectional person is someone who's part of a number of marginalized groups for example some intersections are being gay and black being woman and disabled and being chinese and lesbian and pretty cute too it was coined by black feminist scholar kimberly williams crenshaw in 1989. it does offer a good theoretical framework to view things but when like any theory you start applying it this is what happened it's been called the oppression olympics it's a race to the bottom it ends up everybody trying to out oppress each other it's this snake eating its own tail yeah in 2028 it's just going to be 160 million different candidates to represent 160 million people every single person is going to have to have their perfectly representative candidate right because if they're (laughs) if they have a candidate who mostly represents them but they disagree with them about their milk stance or (laughs) they're not you know queer enough for you then then they protest you it's so strange not really this is intersectionality though how is this a helpful theory so even if it is a theory in which it is important for us to look through and evaluate certain things how is it a helpful theory to internalize Mm -hmm. because you're basically having to internalize victimhood and victimhood is the prized thing to have who's the biggest victim yeah of society's oppression yeah I mean, basically, Pete's protesters are mad because he doesn't represent enough of the gay community. Right. They're saying he does. He is not representative of a a part of America that's already 
it's like already a small percentage. So you're talking about an even smaller percentage of a small percentage. And the guy's trying to fucking run for president. Right. So he's trying to appeal to an umbrella of folks. To an entire country. Which as a queer community, you would think you would understand the concept of an umbrella. And imp- and applaud. <laughs> <laughs> and be excited that there's an openly gay man running yeah! for president. He's not going to meet every purity test. But you should still be excited. It's these kids today who don't understand how lucky they have it. It's entitlement. (laughs) Participation ribbon. It's just entitlement. It's never enough. How about a little bit of freaking gratitude, huh? Huh? Never woke enough. Never woke enough. They all just want attention. Everyone just wants attention. (laughs) And I would say... Something like stop giving idiots attention, but that's pretty much my business model. So sign up for fantasy.com <laughs> and give this idiot some attention. <laughs> BDE award, but also RIP. It's an intersectional BDE RIP award. <laughs> I meant to actually give this BDE award last week and I just, it, I dropped the ball. So I do, in a moment of seriousness, want to give the BDE and slash RIP um, to Dr. Wee Liang. Dr. Wee Liang was the whistleblower doctor who first drew attention to the Wuhan virus, which it's now got a new name. Um, Coronavirus. Coronavirus. The doctor posted something in a group chat for other doctors and warned them to try and protect themselves. And then he got a letter from the government for making false comments and severely disrupting the social order. Right, because he he posted that he noted that the similarity to SARS and that Mm. it was a potential outbreak. And then he contracted it. And then he died. It was really tragic but in a weird way his death was not in vain because then on social media which is unprecedented in china they were trending dr lee deserves an apology and also we want freedom of speech experts say this kind of digital resistance is happening at a scale they've never seen before at the beginning i was just doing this on my own and now it's about a hundred of us and we're translating news articles and social media posts that are constantly being deleted right now. And then it, obviously they all got cent- censored, but that was trending for like three hours. Yeah. The way the government has handled the whole outbreak and the virus has caused this desire for free speech in China, which is crazy. Yeah, his death sparked a movement. So brave what he did. And again, there are just so many people fighting for freedom all over the world. And here at Dumpster Fire, we like to make fun of a lot of things, but we do not take our freedom of speech and our freedoms for granted. And I like to remind people that we have them and that we should be grateful for them and that with our freedom, we should be trying to Lift up the voices of people who don't have it and help them. We have the freedom to make fun of a lot of things. We do have the freedom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can I can get up here and make fun of Trump for hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hours and hours and hours. Hours and hours and In hours. In China, they'd come for you. Yeah, it'd be disappeared. Freaking episode one. All right, moving on to dumpster diving. <laughs> What's next in the dumpster? <laughs> A 90-year-old tree in Seattle got cut down. A constituent made a public comment, and this was her response. This is me. Sam, 
And I had the best time this week with this because Sam was saying it's Dumpster Fire the musical. A magnificent tree was murdered. The mighty dollar cut it down. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once stood. Somebody's making money. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. Somebody is making money. This sounds like a fetusy. It almost sounded like a Bridget Fetusy jingle. It's sticky. It is certainly sticky. I've had it stuck in my head all week. I just love how cute they are, though. I do not like to make fun of people who are passionate about the environment because I get it. I do. You cried for like two days when the tree was cut down outside your window. I know, I did. (laughs) This lady is what happens when you don't get cast as Cosette (laughs) in your high school production of Les Mis. (laughs) She's like, someday. The best was the three guys who who were listening to her, the council members, who were like, this is is your second one. I will, I do have to make for the record to reflect that that is a second warning for disturbance. <laughs> what was the first warning? And then there was the, the guy, one guy didn't speak at all and he was just desperate to keep a straight face. Like, like he had his eyes closed yeah. at one point. <laughs> don't look up, don't look up. I really love the song. Uh, I am saying for few, I have to. Uh... Don't look up. And my favorite part was the Seattle Seahawks guy yes. <laughs> singing along. There's a hole in the sky where the tree should be. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Seahawks issued a statement. They were in no way affiliated with this man. They're like, we're all about making money. We Just so we're clear. We'll cut down all we the trees. We cut down that tree. <laughs> we're building a new stadium and we cut down all the trees. I see James Cameron is going a different direction for Avatar 2. <laughs> lower budget than I would have expected after a 10-year wait. Maybe they ran out of money. It's like a Portlandia episode. Yeah, that one was. Yeah. Definitely. We're living in a satire. It it is the age of fetusy. Reality has officially, they've morphed. There's no such thing as parody anymore. It's just, it's a fetusy. You can't tell the difference. Mm -mm. Royal Family website mistakenly links users to hardcore porn. I don't ever want to see the words hardcore porn and that innocent sweet face of the queen (laughs) in the same square on the internet again. Royal flaps and folds need some love too, Bridget. Sam! <laughs> oh, God. Now all I can think about is the royal flaps and folds. She's re- <laughs> Sam's relinquishing her flaps and folds crown to the true queen. <laughs> I bend the knee. <laughs> I don't saying. ever want to think about the queen's flaps and folds again, Sam. <laughs> there neither is, did I'm, any of these No people, one does. These kind people watching us. <laughs> this is because the queen didn't hire me to do her social media. Yep. About a year ago, they put out a notice and everyone was saying, Bridget, we found the job for you. And I would have been fantastic at it. Video footage shows a woman scooting to the edge of a very high cliff for the gram. She died doing what she loved. It for the gram. This is just goes back to what we were talking about last week about how everybody was dying of selfie sides. This isn't even a selfie. People are also just doing dangerous, stupid things. 
I think Jonah Goldberg actually had a great tweet where he said, um, Darwin Awards the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes back to what I was saying. Instagram is ruining the world and it must be stopped. You know some someone's going to die trying to recreate that moment. Yeah. Because a bunch and they of people, should. Yeah, a bunch of people have already done it. Because if you die for being an idiot, you deserve are an idiot <laughs> <laughs> kind of. then we've got bridget fetacy stole a meme from crying brazenstein <laughs> <sighs> the meme makers the meme wars. i inadvertently fell into the meme wars i really just want to give a shout out to crying brazenstein because he does make great memes but the night of the democratic debate democratic debates everybody was tweeting and because i have a show called dumpster fire <laughs> i get sent every meme on the planet so it's like four people sent me that and they were like and i didn't even know where it came from and so then i posted it with dumpster fire for president which is our tag that we have here all the time there was like all these memes calling me a meme thief <laughs> they were all upset i apparently like riled up a whole corner of the internet but you guys worked it out everything's cool now yeah i try to credit everyone even if i read a joke online i try to actually credit the person as much as i can i want to spread credit because i've had so much crap stolen from me so please follow this hilarious meme maker crying brazenstein i apologize for stealing the meme was it truly an accident? Bridget is a fan. Is a, is I'm a jealous fan. of your meme making abilities. I am because <laughs> I'm an old lady on YouTube and I don't know how to make the memes. And then we've got the internet is glorious. <laughs> your favorite thing ever this week. Another person who deserves credit: Brent TV on YouTube, Brent Television on Twitter. Um, he did this hilarious mix up of a very iconic scene in Titanic. <laughs> It's my favorite thing that went viral this week, <laughs> hands down. Dinosaurs in love. Oh, this was another thing that went viral. This was around January, the end of January, but it's really picked up steam. And it's a little girl, and it's heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> it broke me in a different kind of way. It broke my heart. <laughs> it shattered it into pieces. It's adorable. It's so good. I don't want to ruin it either. You just have to watch it. It's heartbreaking and talented. And clearly that dad must be music. Yeah, you got to watch for the twist ending <laughs> to the story. Dinosaurs eating people. Dinosaurs in love. This one comedian, she said, oh, just me quietly weeping on a Monday morning. <laughs> All right. And then in breaking Bridget. After protracted negotiations with Buckingham Palace, Harry and Meghan agreed not to use the word royal in their philanthropic and commercial activities. Oh, they agreed? Or you mean the queen told them what the fuck was up, yo? <laughs> the queen put down the hammer told those motherfuckers they can't use royal anymore. Yeah. Guess what, plebes? Now you'll never be royals like the rest of us. <laughs> How freaking audacious. I, I, yeah. She's making us all look bad. Megan, you're making all Americans look bad. She's not. She's making Americans look exactly like the entitled, pretentious, <laughs> attention whores that we are. <laughs> She's actually doing us proud as Americans. But 
I'm a little worried about Harry. I know, me too. This is one of those things where if it was like a take take away the publicity, take away if this was happening to your friend, uh huh, and you. He, it's like a classic abusive relationship where you like suddenly get cut off from your family, yeah. cut off from all your old friends, give up your old royal title, yeah, <laughs> move to another country. I'd be like, this. We might have to make another South Park. I'm worried about William too. I mean, they they were so close. They had such a like close brotherly bond for so long and they've been through so much together i know and now he's harry's being isolated from his family it's not there's a hole in the castle where the brother once stood (laughs) somebody's making money megan with disney plus (laughs) (laughs) can we just talk about how they're pissed that they can't use royal anymore yeah it's like bitch this is what you wanted what did you think i know you signed up to be part of the royal family then you were like nope too much pressure i'm out but you still want to what the perks the benefits yeah and the title no no, get your shabby ass out of the freaking castle. And back to Canada. Go back to Canada where you belong. There's a hole in the castle where the brother once stood. Meghan Markle's making money. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Fantasy news. All right, this week we had a lot going on. On the podcast, we had... Jacob Bressler, a Holocaust survivor. Such an amazing perspective. Please check it out if you check out any of them. It's incredible and moving and also inspiring. And then we had, I was a guest on Ethan Suppley's podcast, American Glutton, where we talked about body dysmorphia and weight loss and overcoming our worst tendencies and addiction. So check that out. Fetacy.com, where you can subscribe and try and help us build the community it's really awesome people who are on that community are supporting each other with their goals and so i love going there it's really touching and also it just makes it so that we can stay independent and not be reliant on if we get booted off youtube if we get you know that's a place where we're kind of safe so in the event that you stop seeing us on Twitter or here, you can still follow us there. You don't even have to subscribe. We would appreciate, but there's also, you can just sign up and follow the, you know, the some every content. once in a while yeah. I post the content for everyone. I will be going off Twitter for the next foreseeable future. Lent is here. When is Lent? Start. Starts Wednesday. Oh, Jeez, I didn't so, realize it was that fast. Oh, please, I need you to be my eyes and ears out there. Please email me dumpster fire stuff to weeklydumpsterfire at gmail.com. To watch the full unedited version, sign up to fetacy.com. $5, not a big deal. Price of a latte. And you can help us keep building so that we can maybe do this more than once a week. Also, get some merch at bridgetfetacy.com. You can get Capitalism Always Wins mugs, guys. T-shirts are coming for that. We hear you. Also, we have Verified Nobody shirts. We've got a whole bunch more coming. It's going to be exciting. Like, subscribe, touch my bells and buttons. Send Sammy Flaps and Fold some highs. Follow Sammy on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. We would like to thank you, patrons and supporters and subscribers. We cannot do any of this without you. You make us laugh. We read your comments. We see your suggestions. And we love you. We would also like to thank Locals, which is a subscription-based community 
that gives power to the creators like myself and not platforms. So again, thank you locals for giving us the amazing space where you can come subscribe to. And we are a little independent production company now on locals. So we get to create whatever we want and not have to worry about being censored. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the mic. Thank you, Better Fantasy, for your research. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of February 16th to February 22nd. I'm Bridget Fantasy. Now make me rich. <laughs>